0: Of course those areas of the city are cooler. They're in They're the, the fucking
1: head. mountains. <laughs> They're at the edge of the city. President Trump had allegedly told aides that he would pardon them if they broke, if they had to break the law to build the wall. And that would have been the equivalent of $16.93 per day. In 1789.
0: In 1789.
1: Damn. That's stacks, bro. That's Money. In 1789, $20 a day is stacks. Oh, dude. Words. Thank you for joining us. This is Salt of the Streets pre-show episode 68 pre-show live stream. I am Donovan. I'm Colin. Thank you again for joining us. We are happy to have you guys here today. It is Saturday. It is September 7th. It's 1240. We're pretty on time. The Ducks play again today. They lost last week. It was a just a fucking stupid ass game. I hated it. Um, but that's all right. We'll come back. Anyway. Thank you again for joining us. We're happy to have you here on the Facebook live stream on Salt of the Streets. We have our Instagram at Salt of the Streets. We have our YouTube at Salt of the Streets. You can find all of our podcasts and all these pre-shows and stuff like that. You can find that anywhere that you find a podcast or on our SoundCloud. We have our personal social medias. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Don on Instagram. He's at Big Bird Off you on both of those things. That is it. We're balling out here. How the fuck are you? What did you eat today before we got here? I made an epic breakfast scramble. Scramble? What was it?
0: Scramble. Uh potatoes, sausage, mushrooms, garlic, kale, uh a bunch of seasonings. I put like dill and tarragon and Jordan loves dill. turmeric. It was quite tasty. Interesting. I got It feels like a brick in my stomach right now though. Yeah. That's all yeah. that's a heavy meal and I made a lot of it and purposely just like just shoved as much of it in there as possible is that what Carolina
1: was eating when I got here? Yeah, I had uh we had pancakes this morning. Jordan oh, yeah. yeah, controversial pancakes. um Jordan wanted pancakes last night, but I had done all that gravel, and I was like, all I want is chicken nuggets from Burger King. so I like that's what I I just I was so hungry that I ate, oh, yeah, I ate a lot of food. so I did that um. So this morning, we had pancakes, and we had fucking sausage, and we had mm. hash browns,
0: chocolate mm. milk
1: from vitamins. It was Ooh. delicious. That's why I have chocolate milk every morning. Dude. Like, take all my vitamins and stuff before I go to work. That's, that's, so that's funny. The, yeah, that's the way to do it. I went out
0: yesterday afternoon to go uh, do, like, a site visit. And go over some engineering stuff with some people. And my crew was out there working, and I was like, Man, it's Friday. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to stop at the store. I'm going to get them something to drink a little snack and just bring them out there. And one of the guys, he's like, a, you know, he's a younger kid, and he, you know, they're all about the energy drink lifestyle, and they drink this. I want to say Mountain Dew makes it. It's called Gamer Fuel or Game Fuel or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I don't, you know, it is what it is. But he was easy. And then the, like, the, Crew chief is much older than me, and I've never really seen him drink soda or anything. And I couldn't think about it, so I called the young gun. And I was like, "Hey, young gun, real quick, like s- super on the download. Don't let him know what's up. What kind of drink does this guy like?" He's like, "Oh, fucking chocolate milk." He just yeah, instead Drinks of chocolate a soda, he'll time. have a chocolate
1: milk once a day. Chocolate milk is bomb, dude. It's I it fucking- really is. You can't you can't argue <clears throat> against it. Well, when I started drinking chocolate milk again, um. I used to do like breakfast essentials in the morning. Oh, yeah. And then I was at Costco, and I compared the Nesquik and the breakfast essentials, and the vitamins are comparable, and there's like a little bit less sugar in Nesquik than there is in breakfast essentials.
0: That makes sense, though, I think. So, I
1: I stopped – drinking breakfast essentials and I started drinking chocolate milk again like Nesquik because yeah. that's just less crap it's the same thing yeah. yeah and like I said the vitamins are like it's the all exact same thing <laughs> yeah it's, it was very interesting yeah it's just less sugar So
0: Hey, at least we're not in the Ovaltine days anymore.
1: Did you ever drink Ovaltine? (laughs) Yeah, I had Mormon neighbors. Of course I drank Ovaltine. (laughs) Of course I drank Ovaltine. Uh, That's like what they drank was Ovaltine. Did they also live in a house carved inside of a cliff? uh, No, no, they didn't. (laughs) Um, But they would buy, they had so many kids, they would buy like um, four or five gallons of milk at a time. So like Whoa. half of one shelf of their fridge was just all milk, dude. I
0: yeah. think my mom used to buy at least two, For maybe you three. And your yeah, because yeah, we used to be cereal fans, dude. You I'd have you a were teenagers giant at one bowl pool. of sugar cereal with yeah. like you know you're pouring like a quarter gallon of milk in that. Yeah, thing every night, yeah, absolutely, so <laughs> it runs out real quick
1: because you use like a Tupperware instead of like yeah. an actual. Bowl. Yeah, I'd have yeah. like a
0: specialty like a, like a mid sized mixing bowl. Yeah, was my cereal bowl. And you, now, now that I'm a grown-ass adult with a wife, I don't have one of those. Okay. Plus, I don't eat that stuff that much anymore.
1: It is rare that I have cereal because I don't like to buy a box of cereal because I'll eat it one time and then not want it anymore, you know, yep. and I don't want to buy a whole box of cereal to waste half of it because I'm definitely going to need a half a box of cereal in a mm-hmm. bowl, you know, in a bowl that's that enormous. But Honey
0: crisp, uh, bro. Mm. Honey crisp, really? Like the Honey Smacks Frog? Really? Yeah, those are good. But only like when I, every now and again, but otherwise it's like Fruit Loops has always got a good place in my heart and Lucky Charms is, can happen anytime.
1: I don't like the marshmallows. I'm not a marshmallow cereal dude. I mean, no. I can understand that. They're like, ch- I they're think are They're high strength, like chalky they're <laughs> and gross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're not, I don't like them at all. They exist to slowly melt away and sweeten up that milk for me. My mom, my mom is such a good mom that she used to fucking buy cereal with marshmallows in it because it was cheaper and then would pick the marshmallows out before she gave me a bowl of cereal because she knew i didn't like them like (laughs) that yeah which i think is like really extra you know but it's i appreciate it obviously and i was totally a dick because i would like find a marshmallow in there and be like mom what the fuck like why (laughs) Trying to kill me mom (laughs) why is there a fucking marshmallow in my cereal when she had in reality just dug through an entire bowl of cereal to fucking pick out of the marshmallows.
0: Oh my God. So
1: I'm sure that her as an adult is like hearing my nine year old self like bitch about one marshmallow and she's like, you fuck. Like <laughs> you're just a little fuck. You have, you have no, no idea. concept. You have no idea what I just did oh my to God. get you this fucking bowl of cereal. <laughs> that is so
0: fun. Yeah, because that would be painstaking. Like, it would take so much time to do that.
1: In a morning where she's also getting ready at the same time, she's yeah. going to stop and she's going to pick out fucking marshmallows out of a cereal. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, she's a good mom. <laughs> Hats off to Kathy. Yeah. All right. What do you got there? What are you, what are you looking at maps for? So, we could save this till later,
0: but this is kind of a side project. That mm-hmm. that NPR episode um, from Up First on Friday. Yeah. Because uh, I had talked to you yesterday, we were going to talk about like that vaping segment they had in there because they kind of terribly addressed some of what's going on. Yes, and uh, the second half of that episode was all about essentially how global warming is racist and is it, it targets <laughs> you know income inequality and it's and they they touted this this study that they did at NPR um, looking at the heat index of certain cities compared to the uh, the annual income in those same cities. Yes. And they found a disproportionate correlation between how much money you l- make and how hot it is in this city. Yeah. Right? And so, I was just curious and I started going around looking at some of these maps and they are ridiculous to say the least. (laughs) And I have here for you a map of the city of Oakland, California, Mm -hmm. right? And you could see here, it's the hotter areas are in red and dark red and they start to fade as they, you know, as they get cooler. And then you have the green, which is the higher median income is super dark. And then it gets lighter as you know, you have less income and you will see that there is disproportionately a hotter area in the lowest income areas of a city yeah okay that makes sense to somebody like me right because okay. inner cities as kind of a general rule or kind of where low-income neighborhoods are yeah they're older parts of town they're brick buildings people probably you know either the buildings aren't equipped to be able to handle ac or people can't afford to pay for ac because it is super expensive and then they're showing this one area in the northern section of Oakland cuz Oakland itself is just it's hot as fuck cuz it's right there it's in, in California. California. Yeah. And so I'm looking at like I was curious what this actually looked like on a map. And all the high income cool areas are all the way kind of pushed to the northeast of the city. Mm-hmm. So I pull it up and I'm looking at the city outline. And yeah Of course, those areas of the city are cooler. They're in the the, fucking mountains. They're at the edge of the city. They're at the edge of the city, not at sea level, up in the mountains. Of course. Yeah. And of course, that's going to be the more affluent areas because that's the way cities work. You know, you have the the inner cities are kind of garbage. Yeah. And so you have the nicer homes and stuff pushed on the outskirts of the city. And they, they usually push out in the more... Kind of ruralish areas up in the mountains and the hills. Yeah, yeah. Shit. I'm going. This is about the most disingenuous fucking quote unquote study I've ever seen. That's very interesting. And NPR's out there on Friday touting this this study, looking at it. I mean, you can look at you can look it up by state and by city. We're gonna to go to Washington, and obviously the only city they're looking at is Seattle. Yeah. And they they have a little thing that Seattle displays a moderate correlation between heat and income. And as you can see, it's hot as fucking Seattle because Seattle is kind of a nightmare city. But it's also pretty affluent all over the place. And this yeah. one doesn't exactly, you know, go with the narrative very well. But I just, I pulled that up and I was looking through it this morning because that Whoa. kind of, it just, how are you going to try to come up with some kind of definition? What are you trying to look at when you look at income versus heat index? And how the two are correlated, and why are you trying to 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 link them together to push a narrative?
1: Well, and it also doesn't seem weird to me that I mean, air conditioning is a is an expensive thing to yeah. have, you know, because either it's running through your electricity or you like your you know whatever. However, the fuck people have different yeah. AC units, but it's it's expensive to do that, especially like. The bigger house you have or if you live in an apartment building, for them to yeah. have AC to cool the apartment building is going to be super expensive, which is going to raise your rent a lot. Yeah. So, that's like a – Well, that needs are It's almost usually- like a perk, you know? Like Yeah. You know, like a lot of apartments don't come with AC. Like no. it's, it's it's a perk. They have heat. Yeah. You have to have heat, but you, they don't have to have AC, you nope. know? So – And it just makes
0: sense that in older, worn-down districts of inner cities like that, that, yeah, Yeah. the infrastructure is old as shit. And, you know, it's obviously that's kind of where in most cities the lower-income people live is in the older, more dilapidated parts of the city that are not going to be up to the highest standards of, you know, cooling technology. Right. And it just seems like, why is this a story? It makes sense on like a common sense level, I don't know how you're gonna tie
1: Because the weather attacks poor people. Colin.
0: Yeah, you know. I mean it's it fits in the narrative of the Green New Deal, which doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Yeah. So I just I had saw that <laughs> I
1: think that is very interesting.
0: It just fucking pissed me off. Everything's been pissing me off this week. I will tell you I'm happy you
1: did more research into it because I heard it and I obviously – I didn't give much credence to it because I was like this doesn't seem – this seems like a pointless thing to be discussing that. Because like I said, it made sense to me. Well, if you don't have as much money, you're not going to have AC. Like that's just how that's going to work and that's why there's, you know, all these fucking life hacks and Pinterest things online to like (laughs) take a, you know, a cooler and – and put ice in it and fans and cut a hole in the bottom and whatever the fuck to like make an AC, you know. Yeah, just don't house. use dry ice because you'll so, kill yourself. <laughs> so that's, I, but that's interesting. Yeah, that I just, right there. Cause I was taking some
0: additional notes on that vaping segment they did and I, uh, I heard that again and I was like, oh, that's right. This pissed me off. I better, I'm gonna look this up real quick.
1: Which I also found interesting because that only one time. Did they mention that a majority of these people getting sick have been purchasing black market THC cartridges?
0: One time. And right? it was an
1: offhand remark. Which I thought was really weird. Because this whole time, I thought they're talking about, like... These. And and it's... Right. And they kept saying jewels. And I was like, they must just be using that as, like, a... Yeah. As just a, say, a, an all-encompassing thing. So, I'm thinking yeah. of people using, like... Fucking, what do they call them, the mods, you know, with the big tanks and the fucking... And I'm like, well, no shit, you're getting sick. You're filling your whole lung with just condensed fucking vapor that's not meant to be breathed in. I'm like, so so no shit, you're getting sick. But now, like I said, the one time that I actually, the one time they mention that it's people who are buying black market THC cartridges. So people are taking jewel pods and filling them with fucking distillate that they've made themselves. So they're probably taking BHO and yep. like just mixing it, cutting it with what do they say? Uh, vitamin E. Vitamin E. Yeah. Like liquid vitamin E, you know, which is like what you use if you're going to buy like nicotine and shit and mix your own juice, you know, you can like buy that off the internet and mix mm-hmm. it together. Well, because vitamin E is an over the
0: counter yeah. dietary supplement that is really good for you if used In moderation. you put it on your skin. Yeah. You can take. And like a daily pill of it. It's supposed to be really good for your skin health and all this. Yeah. But much like everything else that we put on our body, some of it's meant to be done uh what I say, dermo dermo
1: on the skin. Subdermal. Subdermal. Oh, that's uh that's in your mouth. Just kidding. <laughs> no, that's sublingual. Sublingual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's underneath the tongue. Thing. It's yeah. a it's a
0: yeah. Interdermal, transdermal. Transdermal. There Boom. You go. So it absorbs into the bloodstream through your skin, which is like you know if you buy like some of those ointment creams and stuff that yeah. are medicated that's how they work and you obviously Bengay. are not going to take a spoonful of that and eat it right. because obviously it doesn't work that way and you're going to make yourself real sick So, to
1: smoke it is not good for you. No. It's Um, like, imagine
0: that. Yeah. Surprise, surprise.
1: So, I think this is a really good example of, like, really fucked up, horrible reporting through the media. Because, like, I had been tracking this. Mm -hmm. And it still was never explained that it wasn't just people who were fucking vaping. It's people using fucked up shit e-cartridge like dab like, cartridges they didn't buy in a store yep like they're not being made by an actual retailer or someone who's selling shit they're just people in their house oh yeah filling cartridges with whatever they've made and selling them to people again and, no dude, shit you're getting sick like it's so no shit stupid and i yeah i was trying to remember the
0: article that i pulled up earlier i might have just saved it on my phone yeah
1: it's being covered but very poorly very poorly. very poorly
0: and you know they're just using this it's kind of like when we talk about guns and shit Yeah. It's like this all encompassing term that actually doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Jewel is the
1: assault rifle of the vaping world. That's oh, what it yes. is. That jewel just oh my God. is an all-encompassing term. That it's is so like, bad. Assault rifles are bad. Like jewels, jewels are, are terrible. bad. <laughs> jewels are just terrible for you. Yeah. No one should be using a jewel.
0: And when they're talking about e-cigarettes, yeah. but then they start talking about the THC cartridges and it's like, that's yeah, not a fucking e-cigarette.
1: Things. Yeah, those are two completely different things. Right. So, highly, highly
0: upset. I, the there's this statistic in there which You know, we might cover in more depth later, but it was like 84% or something like 85% of the hospitalized cases where these people turned over their cartridges and said, well, yeah, this I've been smoking this because technically I have it illegally and all this. Right. And they're like, they're all THC cases, not anything else. Yeah. But –
1: which concerned me when they first started saying that. I was like, oh man, like they're gonna fucking, you know, they're gonna start blaming like cannabis for this. Like that's what this is gonna turn into. But it's not, cannabis and it's is, not the mm, cannabis. It's not yeah. even the THC. It's what they're mixing with the oil. And like I said, it's probably some fucking BHO, some shit people shouldn't be vaping like that. The, yeah. They're mixing with something they shouldn't be smoking. And that's what they're giving to people to smoke. Yep. That's no good for you. This right here that I purchased in the store legally from someone who has a license to make this distillate and to package it and to put it in this little cartridge and sell it, this is not going to get you sick. I mean, Mm -hmm. I guess – I think that in 30 years – there will be science that's like, you, all you motherfuckers been dabbing for 30 years, you're stupid. But, <laughs> but as of now, you know, it's not, this is not what's going to make you sick. It's uh, some weird guy cooking it in his house or mixing it in his house and, yeah. and selling it to you. That's what's going to make you sick. Fucking that's
0: pissing me off. My
1: brother-in-law, Michael, had said something to me like that about that last week. He said, yeah, I heard something about like THC and I was like, ah, I don't know about that. You know, I haven't heard yeah. anything about that. So, but... Yeah, the one, the one off-handed remark about it being a homemade THC cartridge is mm-hmm. what people are smoking. Yeah, it's which like, we're going to talk another off-handed
0: remark just thrown into the subtext during another bullshit interview from another mainline, mainstream media outlet later in the show. Let's do it. All right. Yeah, because uh, when we talk about that, that Walmart episode from The Daily. Oh. Dude, I have – oh, where's my little fucking –
1: That guy was bad. Whoever so that guy notes. is. many notes. That's wow. a fucking I'm
0: Andrew Sorkin, dude. That. that dude's a fucking dork. That's who he is. Yeah. He's a fucking d- but I got I got notes for days because I I got thoughts on that whole fucking 30 minutes of shit. Cool. So we'll be talking about that, which will probably spin off into some general gun talk too, obviously. Yeah. What else we got coming up on the show? We got some Brexit talk if you want to hear about that. Who doesn't? Um
1: yeah, well, Brexit. Is, Brexit's
0: getting weird, man. It's getting yeah. really weird, which is kind of why I wanted to talk about it. Because it's <sighs> slightly important, I believe, especially in the realm of geopolitics and you know, geopolitical implications. We haven't gotten geopolitical to that in a implications, yeah. yeah. it has been a while. Um Hey everyone, I really hope you're loving this week's episode of South of the Streets Podcast. Well, did you know that you can actually get paid? just for listening to this podcast? I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. We just discovered this free new app called PodCoin and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to podcasts and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks. Or if you're a really good person, you can even donate that PodCoin to various charities. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. Download the app right now on iPhone or Android and I have a special code just for you. Simply use our code, SALTPOD, that's S-A-L-T-P-O-D, SALTPOD and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen to enough of on there, you can get what I like to get at Starbucks, a nice grande nitro cold brew purely on us. So go ahead and go listen to this podcast right now or virtually any other podcast right now on PodCoin And make sure to sign up with our code, SALTPOD, S-A-L-T-P-O-D, SALTPOD. I swear, it'll change the way you listen to podcasts. And now, back to the show. I sent you a text message. I wanted to ask you about this during the pre-show today. I sent you a text message yesterday. So, I was looking at congressional pay, because in 2019, they did their... Pay raise did kind of take effect. And I forget how much it was now. It was like 179000 or something. More than like that. it
1: should have been. Way
0: more. Um, but I looked back and, like, historically, mm-hmm. uh, members of Congress used to be paid on a per diem basis. Okay. So they would just get paid for the days that they were actually doing their job. Actually right? working. Yeah. And back in 1789, they got $6 a day in per diem. Which is still a good amount. It, I used one of them little inflation <laughs> $6 calculators. dollars a day. And it equates to $171.21 as of 2018 Man. per day. Right? I wish I got paid that much per day. Right? Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. But even that, like if we kept that same amount and just added it to inflation and all that, it's still a quarter of what they make now oh, per day on no. their annual salary. Oh. And that's giving them the benefit of the doubt where they work 365 days a year. Right. Which
1: and $171 is still so good. Like, that's so good. Yeah.
0: Yep. That's very interesting. So I was just, I was like, bro, really? A yeah, quarter,
1: I, huh? I think I wrote a it down on ski. my,
0: yeah, I think I wrote it down on the phone, but it was like, uh, it was like $468 or something like that a day, Let's assuming see. they work 365 days a year, which obviously, as we know, they don't because. $483 per day
1: 483. if you count every one of the 365 days in the year.
0: Yeah. So, not to mention their ridiculous wow. amount of benefits on top of that
1: that's a lot of dollars <laughs> a fuck ton of dollars almost five hundred dollars a day that's a shitload of money <laughs> can you imagine to not be doing dick yep. to really not be doing dick uh-huh. that is very interesting let's
0: let's bump that around y'all motherfuckers seven, are lazy bro 1789 and uh 2018 because it only goes up to here and it was 400 and what? 483 dollars a day so we'll calculate that backwards, and that would have been the equivalent of sixteen ninety three dollars per day in seventeen eighty nine.
1: Damn, that stacks, bro. That's money in seventeen eighty nine, twenty dollars a day is stacks. Oh, dude, you could buy. You'd have mansion everything, all over the country. buying all the shit with twenty dollars a day. Damn, yeah.
0: in the and that's not even eighteen hundred yet.
1: That is so long ago. Damn, so $20 a week is stacks in fucking $17.90. No. Wow.
0: So next time AOC complains about not being able to afford an apartment in Washington, you know, see, just think about
1: that. God, yeah, it's pretty bad. That's enough to irritate you, right there. That, <laughs> that's enough to irritate you. It's like Jesus, uh, I had to just get you fired God, up. Before yeah, the to cast. listen to anybody talk about needing more money, like. fuck. Smoke one of these joints. Fuck those guys. Yeah, right? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Assholes. That's that's mad interesting, bro. Yeah. I thought that you would enjoy that little tidbit. Let me ask you about something that happened on commentary last week, because I wasn't able to work into it, working into conversation, Mm -hmm. when I don't remember exactly what event they were talking about, right? But it was a discussion primarily between John Pod Horetz and Noah Rothman. <laughs> Love Noah yeah. Rothman, fucking hate John Pod <laughs> right. Um, And I don't remember exactly what Trump event they were talking about, but Noah was arguing that whatever it was is like this is like abnormal behavior, you know? Mm-hmm. And John Pod Hortz was like, no, it's not abnormal. Because, oh yeah. Because the president did it. You know? Yeah, and because we, I think we like Barely like, touched on we this. We like last brushed week. on it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we did talk about it, but but I did. Yeah, I wrote this down that he was talking about, you know, that oh well, it is uh-huh. normal because the because the president just did it. You know. Yeah. And and I don't think that that's a valid argument to normalize the be, the behavior of the president because one of them did it.
0: You no. Know? And he's, I get where he's coming from, B- but you know, Noah's right because no, it's it's not normal. In the grand scheme of how the executive has always acted. Right. But if you. For this president. Yeah, it's but not technically, that whatever president is, off, is in office has a different set of norms that he establishes. Yeah. But, but I But that's like on small shit. That's like the daily stuff, or like, you know, we could say that one of Trump's norms that he set and he might have set a, a precedent with it is being the. And very active on social media, right? That might be a new norm going yeah. forward. But and I would the wouldn't... old norms of just how an executive should act in just a general sense that hasn't necessarily changed. Every every president does things a little different, but we have you know forty five different presidents that have acted in a general. Fashion that has created a norm over the life of right. the president, and yeah, he is absolutely breaking one of those norms. And why John Podhorsky felt like that was the hill he wanted to die on is beyond me because it I makes can,
1: no logical sense. I can see that, like you said, it this is the norm for this president, you know, mm-hmm. but this is not by any means the new presidential norm, you no. know. And those are two very different things, yeah, you know, and. I feel like he was trying to win on a technicality. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Which and I heard context, something, bro. I heard something similar when I was listening to Pod Save America this week, and it was just John Levitz and then this woman, Alyssa Monaco. Did you listen to this episode? It was just I, um no. and they I haven't were listened talking... to Shapiro all week. I haven't listened
0: to any of that stuff all week. Just my our normal dailies.
1: They were responding to a report that said President Trump had allegedly told aides that he would pardon them if they broke, if they had to break the law to build the wall. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they're responding to this report and Elizabeth Monaco, Master Monaco said, She isn't surprised that this happened and figured that he had offered before the same way that he did with other people who worked for him or went to jail for him. Um, and I, I don't remember exactly how she phrased it, but was like, you know, there are other people who have gone to jail for breaking the law for the president before. And I figured that he'd done the same thing. So it's kind of a leap, don't you think? So I'm listening to it and I'm like, well, fuck me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that the only people in his administration that have, that have gone to jail. Gone to jail for lying to the FBI, not for like shilling for him, right? Yeah. Like, like Michael Flynn lied to the FBI about talking to the Russians. Is yep. Rick Gates? Is that what is what's or uh who's what's Which, Paul Manafort? Paul Manafort. Um, I was like, there's a couple. Yeah, of yeah no, no. no, could no. Be going Paul here. Paul Manafort lied to the FBI and like has weird. Ties with like monetary shit that was prior to his involvement with the president. Back during the
0: presidential run for in Ukraine and
1: Right. So these people this right. But not for like shilling for the president. You know what I'm saying? They're they're dirty on their own. So but then she talked about how she felt like this is gonna go, you know, it's just it's gone unnoticed because of like the other things that have happened. And that I felt like she was correct about, right? That... All these, when he, when he says something super radical, you know, like this, when a new report comes out that's like, oh, he told his aides that he was going to pardon them to, you know, if they had to break the law. There's mm-hmm. going to be all these people that are going to throw conjecture around that, oh, well, this is, you know, obstruction of justice because he's saying this and blah, blah, blah. And like, from what I understand, if he did say that, then that is the case. It is obstruction of justice. He's telling people that he'll get them off if they break the law. But... That's not my point, right? My point is that when stuff like this happens and people ask me about it, I'm like, word well, I'm not surprised, you know? I'm not surprised anymore. I'm not happy no. about it. I still don't like it, but I'm not fucking shocked by it because no. stuff like this happens all the time. That, I think, is correct. And, and I don't even give it that much
0: unfortunate. import when he says shit right. like that. Because you're like, he just says dumb shit every day. So I just say, whatever. He, There's no way he would go through with that. That's...
1: You know, right? It's I have enough faith we, in the yeah. system
0: to to catch that if it really were to go down.
1: So, in a certain sense, it's healthy because we've learned things to give credence to and to not give credence to. You yeah. know, but then there's <laughs> other things like when he talks about how he's going to take money, you know, from what other military projects. He said that months ago that he's going yep. to be like, oh, I'm just going to take it from the military projects and we're not going to worry about it and whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're all like, oh, well, it's not going to happen. And then this week, there's a whole fucking list of people all around the country, you know, military bases, that's like, oh, we have to put off this project because, you know, the government's going to take this money and put it to the wall. Yeah. So.
0: The $3.4 billion that he's yeah. pulling out of the so DOD. It's,
1: it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy and dangerous that shit like this happens and we don't – it happens so frequently, or at least talking about things like this happens so frequently that we're like, ah, you know. It's like a, it's a, whatever. a
0: boy who cried wolf scenario. Yeah. Except it's like – you're not looking for sympathy. You just don't know if he's really going to pull so the like, trigger on something Did you stupid. hear the
1: latest fucking crazy thing that the president said? You know? It's just like, have you heard the latest? Is this Which Sharpie Gate? No, no, no. I just mean that's like – that's just like how it is. That's like oh, yeah, the yeah, new yeah. – you know, that's like how so people you talk about it. Yeah, it's just, hey, did you hear what he said this time? You know? It's not yep. like and, – and I'm, I'm not going to sit and say because there was someone who said like the only – uh, scandal that Obama had was his tan suit, right? And I'm not going to say that because there was other shit, but that's Fast like... And it, furious. You know, but the, it's, it's not so rampant. And I, I scandal in a more social term than like yeah. a political way. You know, it's not so rampant in the Obama administration as it is in the Trump administration because no. it's just fucking one after another after another of crazy shit that he's saying that's like... No one else would get away would get away with this. Uh You know, we've talked about that before. Like, if this was President Obama saying this type of shit, there's no way he would get away with this. You know, it would not be accepted and like brushed past the same way that is with this president. The longer it goes on, the longer it's accepted as just like you know, this is just this is just the new normal. He is this is just our president. Like that silly fucking guy. You know. Maybe, I, maybe John Podhorns is right. This is the new normal. And <laughs> I think that it's the new normal for now, but not yeah. for... This is the normal... Yeah, this is the established norm I'm, for this particular yeah, president. Yeah, I'm hard-pressed to believe that the next president acts the same way that this president does. I, you know. I think it depends on who it is. I'm hard-pressed to believe it. Even if it is a radical Democrat, I'm hard-pressed yeah. to believe that they act this way, you know? No, I think it'll be dangerous in whole... A whole way. new way. A whole, a lot scarier way in my mind. In one way, I'm excited and hopeful that there's a Democratic president so that we can talk shit about them too. So that we have a history of pointing to like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's not just because they're a Democrat, because we shit on this guy too. Yeah, We shit on all the presidents. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for us to have a, a little bit bigger history of shitting on everyone. I'll be really, really excited and, and
0: honestly excited. If Andrew Yang becomes president, dude, Yang twenty twenty, right? I'm fucking, I'm in the Yang gang now at this point, dude. One of the things that really sold me on. How do I get a shirt?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just go and buy one. I bet you can buy one. Want one one of those the the math shirts? I like this math thing. Um. One of the things that sold me, not sold me, but like gave me points, gave him points, in my opinion, I just told Jordan this this morning, was I was listening to one of his interviews fucking somewhere, and he was talking about his freedom dividend, you know, and they're like, yeah. why do you think this is a good idea and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, my wife stays at home with two kids and one of them has autism. And he was like... Our current economy is telling us that her work is, is worth nothing, you know? And he's yeah. like, and we know that that is not the case, that her work is arguably worth more than my work. Mm-hmm. She's not getting any money for that. That is not how this should be, you know? And there's certainly, you can apply, like, you can go and you can apply to, like, put in paperwork so that you can get benefits for your kid, disability benefits that can go to you mm-hmm. for being the guardian for your kid. You have yeah. to go and, like, apply to be the legal guardian of your own child. Yeah. So, that, as to, like, receive a government handout to, you yeah. know, to be taking care of your kid. When, yeah,
0: it's it's – you're having your kid apply for disability, or, essentially, and then yeah. you get the, you know, as legal guardian. Right. Who obviously, is the only caretaker they can have if you're in that situation. You get the benefits to take care of them.
1: Yeah. So, I appreciate – that part of it you know the realm Mm -hmm. that he's coming from these like these people that are doing that are staying at home that are taking care of our children deserve to know that their work is being valued because Mm -hmm. my job i work all the time i work fucking all the time, you know. But I think that Jordan's job staying at home is harder than my job is. You mm-hmm. know, I think so. I know mine is – it's not even more time-consuming because we do that job continuously even after I get home, you know. Yep. It's – it's mine has monetary value in the eyes of the economy, but her job is harder than mine. To stay at home and be with Dax all day It's way harder than my job oh, yeah. being at work, you know. And it's not – And that's what I like about it because – it's, he
0: frames it as an investment into the citizenry. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of people that do just, you know, stay at home parents are like the perfect example because it, that job, if you just call it a job, not in the traditional sense, but that job allows a cohesive oh, family shit. unit to continue operating while you are out in this, in this case, you're out participating in the economy aspect of it. Yeah And yeah, I mean, there's obviously value there because that is a... It's value lost to the economy in a way by not participating in the labor force. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that there's no value to be done there. I mean, you're still going to be contributing more into the economy by having a kid in general. And if, you know, it I just... Instead, I like the way he frames it. We'll say that.
1: Yeah. Instead, they'll give us four grand on our tax return at the end of the year, you know, and maybe we don't have to fucking pay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is <coughs> That is like, and maybe this is selfish, but I'm not like talking about, you know, fucking having a kid is so expensive, even though it is. Um, and I want to just thank everyone for for joining us, who's who's being here today. What you- up? all have children to know exactly how much money it costs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That, you know, I'm excited a little bit to file our taxes this year and get like that, uh, that get little that, tax break. That doubled, the uh, child tax credit. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> we can, uh, you know, do something cool with it and like, you know, not obviously not blow it on fucking whatever. We're going to pay off some debt with it. We're going to like buy some shit for the house. We'll probably build something with it, you know? Yeah. That's, I did I the mean, barn door last weekend. Did I tell that you that was so I, good? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm gonna sand that down. We got the gravel yesterday, so I didn't work on the door. But
0: dude, that um, picture because we've been hitting up the Instagram pretty strong this week.
1: Yes, um, you
0: did a fantastic job. You you threw that post up. I might have been on your account, the alpaca account. And uh, with that picture of Dax sitting on the door, I was like, that's just perfect.
1: Yeah, perfect. It's nice. And that's really nice wood that I got. I picked through. Yeah, really nice. The whole thing to find like pretty boards out of there so yeah. that it would look good. It's Real nice knotty pine. Yeah, yeah. So I think Love we're going to do shit. just like a... I don't even know that we're gonna stain it. We might just do like seal a, it, thinking, bro. Yeah, just, just seal, seal it. Called good. And sand it down and seal it and make it nice and smooth and shit. He started mm. climbing up the side of his. Um, this morning we have like this little. Sleeping chair thing. It's like he can lay back in it and kind of mm-hmm. be at an angle and sleep in it. And it has a th- a th- crotch strap and then like little side buckles. This motherfucker unbuckled himself Uh-oh. and then climbed out of it and was climbing on the side of his little co-sleeper. Oh boy, yeah, it's not a set it and forget it mode anymore. He's a genius, bro. You gotta be a Hawkeye. He's a genius. Yeah, he's gonna be getting in some some trouble. Genius, but then also was standing in his bouncer, and we have – it's called a munch mitt. Um mm-hmm. And so, it slides, like, all rubbery and stuff on the top. So, he has a munch mitt on one hand, but is biting his other hand that doesn't have the munch mitt on, making <laughs> himself cry because he's got those teeth, making himself cry, yeah. but just holding his munch mitt out and just, <laughs> and <then> like <laughs> – You have to know better. Like, you (laughs) have to know. You could figure out how to get out of the chair. You could figure out how to handle it. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, how? How can you unbuckle yourself at seven months old, but you can't figure the fuck out to just chew on your Munchman instead of your actual hand? Oh, super weird, dude. That's... I think that's a perfect note to end on the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, so I want to thank everyone again for joining us. This has been the Salt of the Streets pre-show on our Facebook at Salt of the Streets. Again, you can find this later on our YouTube at Salt of the Streets with the whole regular show that's going to come out later this week. You can find our podcast where we find a podcast. We have our Instagram at Salt of the Streets. We have our fucking YouTube at Salt of the Streets, like I just said. You can find our personal social medias. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. He's at Big BigRodafia on both of those things. You can invite all this on salt of the streets.com. watch out for it next week the episode on monday all the videos the everything peace out have a good weekend go hawks baby week one